I think we live today in a very tired world. Seems to be less and less time to rest and recreate or recreate. So many people are just plain exhausted. And I don't know how many times people say to me, you know, Father, I just need a break. Because of our ex exhaustion, quite naturally, some of the hottest products around today are naturally things that give us more energy. We look for an antidote for our exhaustion. We have coffees and teas. We have drugs and medicines. We have energy bars and energy drinks. We have high energy food. We have shoes, our inserts for our shoes that give our, make our feet happy and give us more energy. There's constant advertisements about how much energy someone gets when they eat a certain kind of food or drink a certain kind of drink. And you know, the list goes on and on. Then we come here this morning. And in the gospel today, we come to the middle of chapter 11 of Matthew's gospel. And if you kind of heard everything that came before what we heard this morning, it sounds like everybody's just tired. They're exhausted too. Not all is well. John the Baptist is in prison. John's followers don't know where to go. They're uncertain about almost everything. Jesus' followers are pretty clueless, and they misinterpret everything that Jesus says. And even Jesus himself sounds a little tired and a little discouraged and even a little frustrated. Things are looking more than just a little dark. Things look dark. And it's in this setting that we hear this beautiful text of Jesus turning to his God in heaven and giving praise and thanksgiving. Jesus opens himself up to the Father and thanks the Father for revealing his will. And then Jesus tells those around, including us who were listening in, that God's heart is open. Open especially to children, infants, the little ones. Now he's not trying to insult the wise or the learned or the elders. Jesus is simply reminding them, reminding us, that our search for answers as human beings, our quest for certainty, can be found only in childlike trust in God. 
And Jesus invites us into this trusting relationship with him. That's where we find the real answers to the haunting questions of life. And what we find is, the real answer is getting rid of all those questions. Stop questioning. The old world's gone. My new life reorders, redefines everything. Come and live in that new life now. It's a better way to live. And peace, rest, refreshment is the hallmark of that new life. This gospel is for all of us. I mean, aren't we basically asking the same questions that John's disciples and Jesus' disciples were asking back then? So many of us are tired from searching without finding. And we're a little frustrated with God for not answering our questions. I think part of that is because we search for answers that come from the dark cell of our soul, from our doubt. And we want to believe that if we have what the right answer is, and deep down, don't we really know what the right answer is before we even ask the question? We're looking for that right answer that where we'll find peace. So isn't it surprising, almost amazingly satisfying, that Jesus gives us himself, not answers. He invites us to exchange our burdens for his peace. He offers us true freedom from the old way of life. true freedom in a new way of life rather than having fear and doubt and all the demands that weigh us down. Isn't it amazing that Jesus gives us himself? When we come forward for communion later on and we hold out our hands and the body of Christ is placed there He's giving us his everything. He's holding nothing back. And he's asking us to do the same with him. Today's burdens, today's exhaustion come in many different forms. You know that, I know that. Our crosses are many and they are varied. But no matter how hectic, no matter what the confusion is in your life, Jesus wants to carry your burden. What would it take for you to let him actually do that? What would it take for you to really let 
everything go into his hands and into his heart. As he places himself in your hands, are you willing to place yourself into his hands with that same trust and that same faith and that same love and that same peace? We've tried everything else, and you know it doesn't work, so why not give him a chance? Try his way for a change. We want peace deep down in our souls, and it will only be a peace that comes from Jesus. Guys, Jesus is the antidote for our exhaustion. You can drink all the double espressos you want, and a case of Red Bull right after that. Nothing substitutes for the real thing. Nothing refreshes us the way Jesus does to the very soul of our being. Once you experience that kind of peace and love, there is no substitute. You let Jesus into your heart, and you will both hear and experience a love that will never let you go. And it will be a love and a peace that you will never want to lose. No, that's why the martyrs died. Didn't you know that? They knew the love and peace of Jesus, and they didn't want to lose that. They didn't want to give it up. Nothing anyone else threatened him with, them with or offered them could make them exchange that love and that peace. So if you're sitting here this morning and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I can live without the love and peace of Jesus in my life, then you don't really know it. You have yet to experience it. And if you don't know it, if you have yet to experience its fullness, isn't right now, isn't this summer the time you did?